Hello, Podlers. Thank you very much indeed for downloading. I hope you enjoy what is about to come. I know I did because a listener by the name of Peter, hashtag it's just something to do, listened to all of our old podcasts and made a quiz for us. And it certainly was a trip down memory lane. A Matt Dyson bonus round. <laughs> Is everybody ready? I'm just yeah. casting yes. my eye over these on my laptop. I, some mean, of them are I'd say I've got an advantage in this one, but I've probably forgotten what it was. No, so you definitely would have forgotten. <laughs> Come on. Thank you once again to Peter. Enjoy the show, everybody. Brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. It's Thursday morning. A warm welcome to the show. I am inquiring as to whether we find you in a good mood, a bad mood, and why. Obviously, with some subtle yet slightly confusing changes to lockdown, this may have affected your mood in different ways. Get in touch, Dave, at absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, the team are all around me, uh, but at a safe distance. Good morning, Matt Dyson. Hello there, David. Good morning, Emma Jones and Glenn Moore. Good morning. Good morning, Dave Berry. Okay, so um, I'm picking up that, Matt, you're in a... Good mood, Emma, you're in a good mood. Glenn, you're in a bad mood. Am I right or wrong? Yeah. No, you're no, right. I'm right about mine. I'm oh, bad, I oh, just okay. sounded upbeat. Okay, well, thanks for sounding upbeat on the show. I do appreciate that. It's the very minimum requirement. <laughs> um, why are you in a bad mood, Matt Dyson? Uh, well, when I get up in the morning uh, with the baby, uh, sometimes early, very early in the morning when he's not sleeping, when he's teething, and I'm downstairs making him breakfast and making the kids breakfast and what have you, Katie's often upstairs in bed, and she's recently taken to asking for a coffee, but not just shouting down asking for a coffee. She sends a message to our Alexa smart speaker, and Alexa goes, uh, Matt, could you just bring me a coffee? I really, really need a coffee. Oh, wow. This <laughs> is starting to annoy me. It's quite, I'm in quite such funny. a bad mood. <laughs> it was quite funny. Was quite funny to start with, and I quite liked it, but now it's starting to grate, me, grate on me a little bit. So, so she's yeah. really implementing a kind of upstairs, downstairs mentality <laughs> yeah, during really, lockdown. Yeah, yeah. She's, you, she's the... She's doing the current version of ringing a bell, isn't she? Yeah, she is. Yeah. <laughs> Using modern smart speaker technology. So that, I sort of admire that, but because uh, I don't know how to do it as well. So that's another thing. You could, <laughs> so. you could do what this uh, dad on Twitter has done. Have you seen this? This um, girl is asking her dad to bring her like tea and toast in the morning because they're both working at home together. And he's like, yeah, sure, he does it. But he sends her loads of annoying... Like he basically has turned into like Just E or like DPD, like a delivery service. And he sends her loads of messages and notifications throughout every stage of making the tea and toast just to annoy her. Uh, so you do that to nice. Katie. He's like, toast in the toaster, toast okay, lightly yeah. toasted, tea, yes. kettle boiling, tea kettle coming. Boiling. Oh, great, good idea. I'll definitely do that. Your husband is on his way, that kind of thing you mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Emma, good mood or bad mood? I'm in a good mood because um, I did my first puzzle swap this week. Okay, and what does, what does that involve? Do you all put a piece into a bowl and shake your hands around? And... <laughs> yeah. No, so I'm a member of, uh, you might remember me speaking about the Lambeth Puzzle Swap. Um, yes. Yeah. And remember, yeah. who you, could you forget more just, like? You, you yeah. signed up on the dark web. It's quite a cult vibe, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. But the, the first swap has finally materialised and... Um, it's, I mean, it was successful, which is great because I've now got new puzzles to get my teeth into. But it, it was a weird kind of clandestine thing and we had to meet in a neutral location and stay two metres away from each other. It was, wow. it was, it was strange, oh, but... Yeah. Did you do the thing where like, you, both, you, you both put briefcases on the floor and then you take the different briefcases you leave? <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly that, yeah. Um, what did you end up getting? Anything exciting? What's the what's the what's your shiny panini sticker? What what's the big one? It's mm. uh, it's a puzzle called um, Steep Hill, which apparently is a real place in uh, in Lincolnshire. Matt um, and then I got another one which is a famous every day. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, yeah, yeah. I got another one which is a famous piece of play. art, but I'm embarrassed that I don't know the name of it, so I'll have to get back to oh. you on that. Right, okay, so uh, we've got a bad mood and a good mood so far. Mine, Glenn's, and yours still to come. Let me know, David Absolute Radio.co.uk. It's your Thursday morning. I'm asking if you're in a good mood or a bad mood. It seems like the right thing to do. I suspected that moods would depend on the latest government announcements. And Kev's got in touch saying he's in a great mood. Dave, because today I can go out and play all day long, all on my own. Um, I suspect Kev must be 12. (laughs) Um, Mary Jane says she's in an excellent mood because she's going to go for a social distance walk with her son today, which is just lovely. Um, Glenn, I guessed you were in a bad mood. Was yeah. I correct in guessing that? What, what's yeah, happened, I'm in friend? a I, I'm in a sorry mood, and it, I, I feel I feel bad about myself, and I'm 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 quite apologetic. Basically, my my girlfriend cut her finger accidentally on a on a potato peeler, um, and uh, she did that while I was um, while I was playing on the PlayStation, and I was playing online, which I never ever usually do. But when you're playing online, you can't pause it because there's loads of other people playing, so you can't pause the game for all of them. So it's just Sebastian and Jim would be living. Absolutely no headset brothers, Uh, guys. Guys, (laughs) so she was like, "Glenn, can you can you fetch me a plaster?" And I was like, "Uh, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yes, yes." Um, And I I just sort of stood up and I was in this sort of no man's land of not knowing whether to go to the bathroom to get her a plaster. I couldn't pause. And so eventually, I took the controller to the bathroom with me and was just while I was finding a plaster, I was just aimlessly pressing buttons, thinking, "I hope this is." doing something um, and then I, I, yeah and then I, I came back and uh, not, not only was it a game over for me but my girlfriend was annoyed at the delay I'd caused so I, I, I did the right thing eventually but she was still in the bad mood of me and I, and I lost I think she yeah. deserves to be in a bad mood with you to be honest yeah I know I, mean, I know and I'm really sorry I'm really really yeah. sorry but at the same time I was doing well in that game really <laughs> <doing> well. <laughs> Um, I uh, was having a game of FIFA uh, offline just against the, the computer and um uh, Evie started playing with the controller, so I just kind of let her carry on with it for a while until the end of the game. And the score did not change. It remained, I think I was winning 2-0. And Sarah Jane looked up and she went, how easy is the setting that you've got this on? <laughs> my whole lockdown life has been based on this and I've just been shamed by my 50-year-old daughter. <laughs> Didn't even concede a goal. <laughs> Must move up to amateur mode. Uh, right, good mood or bad mood? Let me know across the Absolute Radio socials. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Thank you ever so much for doing so. And thank you for getting in touch and letting me know your mood. I want to gauge how we're all feeling up and down the UK. And Poppy's got in touch with an epic tale. She says, Dave, I'm in a bad mood as I didn't sleep last night. I've broken my foot and the pain is excruciating. I blame my dog who refused to jump through the fence despite the stampede of cows gaining speed behind us. What a correspondence. (laughs) So I had to hold him whilst I jumped through the stall myself, resulting in a not so graceful landing and a trip to the hospital. At least we're both still alive, concludes Poppy. I've been chased by cows before and it is so terrifying. I I didn't know that was a thing. 
Well, how many I'm, people have been affected by this phenomenon? <laughs> I, I didn't, didn't realise break cows just go- your foot. I, I thought you'd break an individual... That's like saying you broke your head. I, I didn't know you could break your, the entirety of your foot. The entire foot, yeah. Yeah, Poppy has a broken foot because of a cow stampede. Well, Emma, let me start with you. What, when did it happen to you, this unfortunate event? This was when um, I was really small. It was at um, Hadley Castle in Essex. I think they just get this... Um, I don't know, like they all just kind of group together and they feel intimidated. If you live in the countryside, I think it happens to people quite a lot. Right, because I mean, mean, as you know, I spend a lot of time in Derbyshire and... Yeah, you have good, good cows, cows and bad, bad cows. cows. Yeah, you know, you, well, when you live in the countryside... That's ridiculous, Matt, come on! <laughs> when you live in the countryside Sorry. long enough, you know uh, you know which cows you can walk through the field and which you can't. Mine happen well, like in a the gang of teenagers on a street corner, you know, yeah, when to yeah, cross yeah, the road. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those cows are safe, you're fine. Uh, but mine happened in the Peak District. I think it was mainly bulls, angry bulls, that chased us in, through a field in the Peak District when I was a kid. They're very intimidating. Right, OK, well, Poppy, we wish you a speedy recovery and totally understand whilst you're in a bad mood. Uh, do keep those coming. We'll have more towards the end of the hour. Up next, however, well, we hand over to Matt Dyson, who is going to reliably socially arm us all. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's Thursday morning, and as promised, it is time for Matt Dyson and his social ammunition. Matt, what's going on? Uh, well, it seems that uh, the BBC newsreader Victoria Derbyshire is getting really sick of lockdown. As, as quite a lot of us are by this stage, we're starting to lose our sense of humour a little bit. Uh, Victoria Derbyshire has suddenly started uh, coming out with some uh, wisecracks on the BBC News. She seems to have taken over the mantle from uh, Simon McCoy. I don't know if this is because she recently, the BBC recently axed her regular daytime show, and she was very annoyed about that at the time, I remember. And I don't know if the gloves are off now. She's like, I can do what I want now. They've, they've axed my show. I'm just going to say what I want all the time. It's like a we witness this falling down moment every day. So first on, she starts having a a bit of a joke about the summer solstice being live streamed. Stonehenge has been hosting summer solstice celebrations for about five millennia, but this year's event has been cancelled because of the virus, obviously. Around 10,000 spectators usually gather at the ancient monument in Wiltshire. English Heritage, which runs the site, says the sunrise will be streamed online for anyone who wants to watch it. Or you could just look at, get up and look at the sky yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Just look out the window, idiots. (laughs) And she also read out a a message that was uh, from a viewer about Boris's confusing update on social distancing the other day. Uh, You can visit them on a full moon if you're a Leo and your mother's maiden name begins with an E and the traffic lights in the high streets are on green and only on Tuesday between 2 and 2.30 when it's sunny and there's no wind. <laughs> Dripping with there was sarcasm. Probably, there, was, there was probably someone who tuned in at that exact moment and was like, "Wait, is that the rule?" Oh yeah. Oh god. Uh, yeah, that's the BBC oh, News. It's the official it's, rule. It's, it's ten to basically. two. I've only got thirty minutes left. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. She's gone completely rogue. Uh, she, me, and Dave actually bumped into Victoria Derbyshire before lockdown, didn't we, Dave, in a coffee shop? Yeah, well, I know Clang. Victoria. There's a name because, drop right there. Yeah, I know Victoria because we're ambassadors for the same charity and we walk past the coffee shop, Matt and I, 
and I saw her and I kind of gave her a little wave and I didn't realise that I was with Victoria Darbyshire's number one fanboy. Matt went <laughs> leaping into the coffee shop. I was kind of like looking around a bit sheepishly. I, I was like, a little hey, Vic, good to see you. He's like, I, I think like... it's a disgrace what the BBC have done to you, Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're in a pack Nero. I'm like, all right, Matt, keep it down. Oh, it's like we love you, Aussie, all over again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't let me near celebrities. They, they, you should know that by now. I don't forget the time that that steak dinner with Dermot O'Leary. Oh, wow. Yeah. uh, Lest we forget Sarandon Gate as well. That was, oh, God. Oh, yeah. Who was the politician we saw out for a drink when I was wearing shorts in a nice... Uh, William... (laughs) William Haig, wasn't it? William William Haig. That went loopy over William Haig for a bit as well. (laughs) That was the most... <laughs> granddad sort of thing that a granddad would ask a grandma of who was that politician I saw when I was wearing shorts what a rogues gallery William Hague Victoria Darbyshire Ozzy Osbourne and Dermot O'Leary Matt is just such a random fangirl I love it <laughs> uh, anyway that's your social ammo action it's viral it's trending it's gaining traction it's Thursday morning, where I like to inquire if we find you in a good mood or a bad mood. Laurie's got in touch saying, I have a hospital procedure later, so I've not been allowed to eat since yesterday morning. I get severely hangry. Um, I mean, one of the only things to do in lockdown is eat, so to have that pleasure taken away it must be an absolute mm. nightmare. Uh, good luck with your hospital procedure. Mark is still in a good mood, despite having to walk up 14 floors as the lift is not allowed to operate because of COVID-19. 14 floors. If you saw the video of the team challenge online from yesterday, you realise how exhausted we all were just <laughs> running to the room next door, let alone our 14 floors. One of the objects was a single piece of loo roll, which after we finished filming, I used to dab the sweat from my brow. Um, that said, um, I am in a good mood today, and it's thanks to my daughter, Evangeline, who has given me the only sense I have ever had and will ever have as to what it feels like to be adored by millions as a musician. Um, She's got this tiny little toy novelty banjo. Uh, It's bright yellow and I play it. And um, not only is it an out of tune novelty banjo, but I'm playing it really badly. But she looks at me with just such she just adores it. She looks at me like, I imagine wow, if you were like Tom crap. York from Radiohead yeah, yeah. and you were like, I've just written this thing called Fake Plastic oh, wow. Trees. Does anyone want to hear it? So she, yeah, yeah. So she sat cross-legged on a beanbag, just like wowing at me. And it puts me in such a fantastic mood. She gets, I have, she gets a lighter out and just starts waving it in the air. <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm actually going to make a note of that, Glenn. That's not a bad idea. Give lighter to the baby's daughter. <laughs> yeah, could you make me some banners? Could you hold up some banners saying Dave's the best musician <laughs> but, it, but it gives me the only sense I'll ever have of what it must be to be one of those amazing musicians who just have, like, thousands of faces looking up adoringly at you. Um, so thank you very much indeed to Evie for putting me in a good mood. Coming up next, well, the good mood continues because one listener has decided to download... Every single podcast that's ever accompanied this radio show, and he has taken the time in lockdown to put together a quiz for us about our show. It's coming next. 
The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's a Thursday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Lovely having you on board. Now, I've been saying this frequently on the show of late. If you want to get in touch about anything that's happening in your world, my email address is there for that reason. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. If I'm not monitoring it, one of my wonderful producers is, so your correspondence will get through. And this is the latest from Peter Newell, who says, Dear Dave, since being in lockdown, 53 days now, not that I'm counting, I have gone way back and have been listening to your old podcast because, as you say, hashtag, it's just something to do. And in the process of listening, I have created the big fat old show quiz for you and the team. <gasps> and yes, these questions are in show order. Oh, I mean, I you this. did say I could email about anything. Again, hashtag just something to do. Yours, yeah. Peter Newell. Yes. Wow. So I've got the questions and the answers. So obviously I'm at an advantage here. But some of these are deep cuts. Um, shall we have a go, team? Shall we see how we all do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. let's do it. A little trip down memory lane. Uh, play along uh, where you are. Because um, question one from Peter is... What did I bring to the breakfast show for the team on day one? Can you guys remember what oh. I brought in for the team oh. on the first ever breakfast show? Um, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, cakes? Uh, no. Um, I can't remember. At was all. it the? Did you used to give away uh, an air, a car air freshener or something? Was it something like that? Uh, oh God, oh yeah. no! You did. You did an Oprah Winfrey thing where we had something hidden under the our chairs. Did you? Was that? I think that was home time, wasn't was it? Home time. I think so. Yeah, I don't, I don't I'm with you though, man. It all blurs. Oh, not that we weren't remember. grateful, but I can't remember what it no, was. No, really, really grateful. Memorable gift, yeah. Okay, um, here's, here's a little clue. I, I did right. it because I was jealous of the fact Ronan Keaton had one on magic. <laughs> oh, oh, oh wasn't coffee machine. Have us at oh, the oh, espresso. Yeah. Espresso, yeah. An espresso pixie That was the first machine. day. Yeah, that was day oh, one, Emma. I wow. Where... Where did it Someone go? Finch, I've got it. I put it. I put it, it back. When we, when we went into <laughs> lockdown, I brought it with me. I bought a stack of paper <laughs> for my notes. This microphone I'm talking into and my only pixie espresso machine. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, so question two from Peter uh, is: Who was the first guest on the breakfast show? Uh, Glenn. Uh, Liam Gallagher. I'm going to say: Was it Liam Gallagher? It wasn't, but interestingly, it was meant to be Liam Gallagher, but he was moving yeah. house. So he, he oh. texted me and he went, he moved himself by about a week, which meant someone got bumped forward. Um, wildly lovable singer songwriter. Oh, Victoria Derbyshire. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, Matt. Calm down. Ed, Matt's Ed request. Sheeran. Was it Ed Sheeran, was it? It was George Lewis Ezra. Capaldi. George, oh, George Ezra. Ezra. George Ezra. Oh. Ezra. We got him to read from Stephen King's It, if you remember yes. that. That was yes. fun. Yeah. Um, okay, here we go. And funnily enough, we were talking about this uh, earlier in the week, and we couldn't recall the person's name, and that's the question. What was the name of the Liam Gallagher superfan who sang Wall of Grass instead of Wall of Glass? <laughs> oh, amazing. Or oh, Grass and Glass. Michelle. It wasn't Michelle. That was the, you just picked a <laughs> female a name, didn't you? Yeah, I <laughs> did. Amy. Shelley. Not Amy. You're doing the same. <laughs> it was Verity. Verity. Oh. Was the name. Oh, Verity. Okay. That was a tough one. Here we go. Who did Matt bump into at his local carousel, it says? Oh, oh. I know. It's, it was um, a, um, uh, Pep Guardiola. No, it, it was, wasn't. Uh, the, it's, 
close. It was a Man City, former Man City captain, Belgian defender. Um, what's his name? Oh, um, uh, 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 oh, oh, Vincent Company. Company. Vincent Company. It is. Yes, Vincent Company. Liam G saw a rock star on a plane watching an old American TV show. Name the Brandon Flowers. Name the TV show. It was Brandon Flowers. Brandon Flowers. He was watching. Oh, good night, JB. Good the uh, the Waltons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, the other one. Oh, oh, the other one. Little House on the Prairie. Oh. Yes, Emma Jones. Yes. <laughs> what? Saw Brandon Flowers watching Little House on the Prairie to... on a plane. He, uh, this sounds like one of our consequences. He divulges to me during a game of showbiz scenarios. He was sat behind Brandon Flowers on a flight over to the States. And when he peered round, he went, you'll never guess what he was watching on his iPad, Dave. So he downloaded Little House on the Prairie. Oh. <laughs> and was watching it instead of the in-flight <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> uh, so there we go. Peter, that was a round one of your quiz for myself and the team. The big fat old show quiz. And there's another round of quiz. Questions coming next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio where listener Peter Newell has got in touch. He's emailed me a quiz about this very show as he has found himself deep diving into the podcast that accompanied it due to lockdown. And this has been a real trip down memory lane for us all. And we continue with this. And I can't believe I said this on the show. This still haunts me to this very day. I thought this was for my therapist. (laughs) Um, Okay, team. Um, But this, this lives in podcast form, apparently. Question six from Peter Newell. I dreamt about my nan dressed as which superhero? Oh. Was it it, Superman? Was it Wonder Woman? No. No, it was it was worse. It was Catwoman. Cat I had Catwoman. Oh. That's it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Catwoman. Yeah. Nanny Flynn in the Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman suit. I remember wow. that. Yeah. Oh no. Because if it's your nan, you'd think Cat Lady maybe, but yeah. not. Or <laughs> Eartha Kitt, which is a very different thing to Catwoman. <laughs> she had the whip and everything. Oh goodness me. Goodness <laughs> oh, me. God. Okay, let's move on, shall we? Let's get a bit more quick fire with this. What is the white stuff seen when peeling an orange? Piff. Piff. Glenn, piff. <laughs> piff it is. Peter's put in brackets, you did a whole podcast on this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I still can't believe people don't know what that is. It's crazy. I know, it's bizarre, isn't it? Mm. Uh, producer Claire, oh, the lovely producer Claire, travelled to Ireland to participate in which world record oh. attempt? Oh, a naked oh, swim. a naked sea, skinny yeah. dip thing. Yeah. It was. It was the world's largest skinny dip. And if you're listening, Claire, we love you lots. Question nine. Who gave away... To a listener, the aforementioned espresso pixie coffee machine. He didn't send it off in the end. Oh. Oh, um, oh I don't know. Ben Burrell? Pete Donaldson. Oh. Ah. Pete Donaldson gave it away. And finally, for this round, Glenn attempted to recreate a Will Smith rap. Name the song. Oh. Oh, uh, Fresh Prince. Let's no. switch. It's switch. Oh, it. Big Daddy Glenn knows what he's racking I was worried I was going to get my own question wrong. Would you like to give us a rendition of that now, Glenn, or is that Glenn from the distant past? No. <laughs> you surprised me. Uh, okay, coming up next, there is the third and final round of the quiz put together by our listener because hashtag it's just something to do. The 
Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on your Thursday morning. A listener by the name of Pete Newell has got in touch. He's listened to all of the podcasts and put together the Big Fat Old Show quiz. It's been a lovely trip down memory lane, Peter. Thank you so much for doing this. And we finish with his idea of a Matt Dyson bonus round. <laughs> Is everybody ready? I'm just yeah. casting yes. my eye over these on my laptop. I, I mean, I'd say I've got an advantage in this one, but I've probably forgotten what it was. No, so you definitely would have forgotten. <laughs> Come on. Okay, what personal item did Matt leave in the taxi on his way to work? Oh, harmonica. It oh was a harmonica. Wow. Oh, yes. wow. Well, well done, yeah. Um, what does Matt love more than his children? <laughs> Nottingham Forest. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Um, Doritos Chili Heat Wave Crisps. Was yes! yes. Flo, Flo Mundles. Oh, wow! Flo Mundles. <laughs> what are those three? <laughs> Open brackets, Flo Mundles. <laughs> Question mark. Um, this is a nearest the pin, I think, but Matt went busking. How much did he raise? That was on Carnaby Street. Well, it wasn't much. Um, uh, how long did you busk for, Matt? Do you remember? Um, about 10 minutes. Five, was it nothing? Minutes. Okay, so uh, just the absolute was, mi- absolute minimum we could get out of him for the show. No, I remember there was a, a post <laughs> was office worker. Two pound fifty. It was higher than two pounds fifty. Was it? Oh, yeah. There was a post office worker wow. who was listening to the show at the time, and she was really nice. And she came over and said hello. And she made a donation, but I think it was about three pound fifty, maybe. You're close, Emma. You get one final guess. It is three pounds pounds? something. No, oh. it's three pounds eighty-five pence. Ah. <laughs> Wow, not bad. Okay, now yeah, this is the final fine. question. And uh, this seeing this has given me, a, jolted me uh, back into the past. Matt went to a posh French restaurant. But what did Katie and him do with the food that they didn't like? Oh, did they put it in a nappy? <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! Oh, right, yes. Oh, yeah. The tripe. Yeah, it was the tripe. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, they scooped it into their child's nappy, is what it, it says. It was like, while he was wearing it, it was intense. It was an empty, unused nappy that was just in the bag. But, uh, oh, that's all right then. Put loads of horrible tripe into it. <laughs> Matt, I don't know why, but things that you've done are taking up a disproportionate amount of space in my memory. <laughs> I know, sorry. You did really sorry. well. <laughs> if you ever get invited on Celebrity Mastermind, he could be your specialist subject. Uh, Matt yeah. Dyson. <laughs> Putting, putting tripe oh, in a nappy at a posh fresh restaurant sounds more like a dream than your Catwoman <laughs> nan dream. Yeah, it does. It was a nightmare, I'll oh, tell you that much. Dear. No, because we'd ordered it, and she said, are you sure you want to order that? We said, yeah, yeah, we know what French, we know French menus, we're fine. And uh, we didn't think it was going to be tripe, and it was tripe, and it stunk, it was awful. So, yeah, that's so did the waitress say, are you sure you want this? Yes, and we said, yeah. Well. Because yeah. she, she's like, most of the roast beasts don't really like you Brits. You don't tend to like our tripe dishes. But we we didn't know what it was. We're, we're cultured. Too you to it. We're cultured. Yeah. Our yeah, palates. We're ready yeah, for this. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go into the baby's changing bag and bring out the pampers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, to our dear listener, Peter Newell, thank you so much for putting this quiz together. It's made us chuckle. It's been a real nice warming trip down memory lane and once everything returns to normal i would love to invite you to the studios to uh, meet the team and push a few of the buttons and see how it all works so thank you very much indeed peter the dave berry breakfast show podcast absolute radio it's your thursday morning you're listening to the dave berry breakfast show on absolute radio where you know in a world full of 
unnerving and sometimes terribly sad news, it's nice every now and again when a piece of good news cuts through and you get to give a little nod of appreciation to your fellow humans. And today it comes in the shape of Dom Townsend and Steve Pond, who are in the ultimate lockdown location. Okay, guys, get this. So it's a spacious pub with beer on tap. That's where two flatmates have found themselves coping with lockdown. Dom and Steve share an apartment above the Prince in North London, and they've been passing the time taking on each other at the pub games and enjoying a few cold, frosty pints. Dom, who's the pub's assistant manager, said, I moved in just a couple of months before lockdown, which has worked out well, all considered. Yes, Dom, I think it has somehow. The flatmates have been enjoying their own crazy golf course on the wooden floors and cooking barbecues on the roof when the weather allows. We've ended up becoming really good friends, added Dom. It's been nice. We can't complain. We've got fresh beer on tap. And then the accompanying picture of just two of the jammiest looking faces I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) (laughs) But as I say, you know, in in these uncertain times, well done to Dom and Steve and, you know, enjoy yourselves. I'm not jealous in any way. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's Thursday morning. Uh, We've just been hearing about one of the idyllic lockdown locations that planet Earth has, which is a pub in North London and two mates just hanging out there. And Matt... You were saying that if you were in that pub with a friend during lockdown, you'd have different nights each night to celebrate, yeah, to bring variety. I'll have, yeah, I'll have like stout night one night, pale <laughs> ale night on the Tuesday, lager Wednesday. Because all that beer is down in the cellar and needs to be drunk up, otherwise it's going to go off. So there's no problem. That's all definitely free and they need you to drink it. Providing then, a public service. And then maybe wine and spirits for the rest of the week. But, but yeah. <laughs> well, where do we stand on wine and spirits? Don't they keep, you know, won't they still be yeah. good? Won't you have to yes, pay for those, true. whereas the you beer to. needs mm. to get drank, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. So maybe just mix it up on the beers. Producer Will just said during that last song that he'd have to complete the pub. He'd want to drink everything. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, youth. (laughs) Right, coming up next, it is Thursday, which means it's apologies, corrections and clarifications. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Thursday morning. The warmest of welcomes to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, where I want to know, are you due an apology or do you owe one to somebody? Is there a correction or a clarification you wish to make? Let me know, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And they're already coming in thick and fast. Thank you. Becky says this, and I I love this as a start to a message. Summer of 76. (laughs) Housemate came home from a long, hot day. She was a head teacher. She decided to take a tepid bath and a glass of wine to soothe her day. In the meantime, I got the hose pipe connected it to the outside tap and when I thought she had been soaking for long enough and probably dozing a bit too I attached the other end of the hose to the bath overflow pipe and turned the tap full on she screamed a lot mostly words you wouldn't expect a head teacher to know I never did apologise it was way too funny but now the time has come so Becky to your housemate in that glorious summer of 76 I am sending your apology um, Matt Dyson, do you have an apology, correction or clarification um, you wish to make yeah, like Becky? I just, I just want to clarify something. I mean, I hate to sound like a bad loser, but in this uh, scavenger hunt that we did the other day, um, I just want to clarify what a black shoe is, because uh, <laughs> Here we go. to me, oh, no, to me no. a black shoe means, it means formal, 
formal black leather shoe. Uh, yeah. But to Emma and Glenn, it appeared to have been trainers. Uh, and I just wonder, after I was disqualified during Beangate, uh, very harshly for a rule made <laughs> up on the spot by the adjudicators, just wonder if there's going to be any action taken uh, for the, the trainer finders. conspiracy <laughs> theories. You, you, you are two failed challengers away from joining InfoWars, Matt. You, this is really tinfoil hat stuff now. Don't be a sore Seriously. loser. A trainer like, is a shoe. No, but you don't go, oh, I'm going to go out for a run. I'll just put my shoes on. Sometimes no I say I get my that. running shoes. Where are my running shoes? Do you? Yeah, yeah running shoes. Yeah. 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 Emma's got you there, mate. Come on. I think it stands, said- it stands as it stands, Matt Dyson. You are last. You've got zero points in the team challenges so far, but there is going to be another one next week. So there's plenty of time for you to redeem yourself. And also, so what shoe did you bring to the fore? I saw on the video, it was really yeah. shiny and small. Well, I, to, I was looking for an actual shoe. I could have found a black trainer in seconds, but I was looking for an actual shoe, and they were my daughter's shiny school shoes. It won't make a difference to the result, Matt. Let it go. Yeah, let it go. If you haven't seen the video, it is on the Absolute Radio socials. Well worth a look, because Matt Dyson, one of the items we had to get on the scavenger hunt was our door keys. And as I said on the show yesterday, even though his mats are in his pocket, he came second to last again. I noticed. I think I was affected by the delay in my on my village Wi-Fi again because I was the last to leave my chair. I was the last to leave my chair every time. I don't move. I, I know I move quite slowly, but I was very late leaving every time. Um, so your apologies, corrections, and clarifications are welcome on the show. Get them into us. We'll do some more next. It's apologies, corrections and clarifications day here on The Breakfast Show. Um, Phil's got in touch saying, Dave, I need to apologise to Caroline L. Booth for telling her when she was little that the peach slices she was eating were goldfish. (laughs) She still doesn't eat them 40 odd years later. (laughs) Wow. Oh, wow. That's a great one. And then just this harrowing one from Anna that says, Dave, I want to clarify how much I do not want to do home dentistry on my husband. (laughs) (laughs) That's freaking me out, Anna. Don't you don't have to do it. You can clarify you don't Don't have to do it, it, but you don't have don't Emma's right, Anna. Don't do it. Uh, But do keep your apologies, corrections and clarifications coming. There's more on the way. It's your Thursday morning, you're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where I'm after your apologies, corrections and clarifications, and if I'm asking you for them, it seems only fair that myself and the team give ours, and I would like to apologise to my two nieces, um, Alice, age seven, Penny, age four. During lockdown, we thought it was a nice idea to start, going to kind of become pen pals, you know, so there's a nice little letter coming for them, and they've got something to open, and Sarah Jane has used this opportunity to be a proper pen pal, she's giving them updates on Evie's development and she's asking them interesting questions and putting little stickers in there and that's great. I've used our correspondence as an opportunity to do a series of short stories about how much they stink and um, (laughs) I've said that where they live in South London sometimes when a big wind gets up um, I can smell them all the way where I live which is like 10 miles away and they smell of bogey and poo milkshakes um, now <laughs> the apology <laughs> the apology is mainly for Penny Alice is kind of au fait with what's going on as much as any of us are at the age of 7 um, but Penny it's not true 
every time you oh. see a person wearing a face mask nowadays, it's not because you stink. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, wow. I, 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 regret, I regret putting that in the letter, um, but the next edition in the Bogey and Pill Milkshake story will be coming your way very soon. Um, Emma Jones, apology, correction, clarification. Yes, I would like to clarify that my Ponsettia plant did not like being outside. Um, I, okay. To be fair, I've had it since Christmas um, and it, it was still alive in April, but it was struggling a little bit. It was going a bit limp. The leaves were kind of drooping down. So I posted a picture of it on Twitter and a lot of very helpful people got in touch and said, that'll come back to life just fine. Just stick it in the sun, give it a bit of water. It'll be good as new. Put it outside my bedroom window. It is completely dead. So as grateful as I am for for all the advice and for all the green-fingered people that got in touch, you've absolutely killed it. (laughs) Wow. Thanks for that. They set out to do a good deed and they ended up killing it off. A Christmas gift as well. How do they sleep at night? How do they sleep at night? Uh, Glenn Moore, an apology, correction, clarification? Uh, yeah, I'd like to uphold an apology I've I've, I've already made um, from a few days ago when um, I opened up the dishwasher and it was mid-cycle and it, I, I just I, I went oh sorry 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 as I, uh, to the dishwasher um, <laughs> as if I as if I just walked in on it naked um, and, and I would just I would, but but I, I I still legitimately would like to apologise because there is no experience more visceral than accidentally opening the dishwasher mid-cycle it is the most intense thing I don't know why we don't talk about it more it's this hissing venom that just suddenly comes at you for a few seconds oh my god I'm sorry sorry (laughs) it's a a nightmare they need to make it clearer that they're on I think because this happens too much Mm. I I have to say and I completely agree 100% and you can imagine how I felt when I realised that my mother-in-law my lovely, lovely mother-in-law, Lynn. She, she just opens it mid-cycle and just chucks other dirty things in. Oh, no. This is a norm- My wife right. does it as well. This is just a normal procedure in their household. Oh, but nice. the first time I was visiting over, we're like kind of having a bit of breakfast together around the kitchen table. Lynn gets up, you know, with a kind of knife that's just been used in the, in the margarine, just opens the dishwasher mid-cycle and puts the <laughs> knife in. Like, Lynn, what? Oh, it wow. doesn't matter. Let's not have the... The early treatment stage. It's not going to work. It's like feeding an alligator. What a dangerous thing to do. You need protective gloves. You're like a hero. You're a rogue hero. Like a rebel without a cause, but with dishwasher tablets. So, Glenn, I totally get why you're apologising, dishwasher. I really do. For the rest of you guys, do keep them coming. We'll do some more next. Thursday morning is, of course, your apologies, corrections and clarifications being welcomed onto the show morning. And Ash has got in touch saying, Dave, I need to apologise to Brittany Morgan, who is my sister, for telling her pepper was something you smelled as hard as you could at the dinner table. It's a custom. (laughs) (laughs) She was four. She then had a nasal catastrophe for about an hour and a half afterwards. And she still won't eat pepper now at the age of 27. Wow. (laughs) This is like the time I sniffed all the washing powder into my eyes and nose. Absolutely. Did you you do that, Scarface? (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't recent. It wasn't recent. Okay, okay. Uh, So, Ash, uh, you are apologising to your sister, Brittany Morgan. Brittany, I hope that you're hearing this and getting that apology. Um, 
I'd like to finish off, if I may. I know that I've already made an apology to my niece, Penny, but I'd like to um, clarify something. I'd like to clarify that I am now a member of a very exclusive club, and that is the Shark Vacuum Cleaner Club. <gasps> yes, I've got one. Oh. Yes. Oh. Welcome, friend. Thank you, Emma Charles. Wow. Thank you. Um, I haven't used the little bad boy yet. And it turns out, even though Cool Badge Day was yesterday, <laughs> apparently some time ago I came in from the show saying that, oh, Matt's been going on about this shark, Hoover, you know, even though his surname's Dyson. <laughs> Sarah Jane just was like, yeah, and? And I said, and now Emma's got one, and she says it's just brilliant. And Sarah Jane had memorised this fact, and one got delivered to the house yesterday. Oh. So after the show today, wow. I'm going to have a Hoover, and I'm very much looking forward to it. It's going to change um, your life. What can I expect, Emma? Is it going to be a very pleasant vacuuming experience? Well, I can't recommend enough. If you can wait until a bit later, um, certainly do vacuum in the dark to make the most of those headlights. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Vacuuming in the dark. Was that a Bruce Springsteen song? I'll get confused. Um, Anyway, it's nice to clarify that I'm a member of the Shark Vacuum Cleaner Club. It's your Thursday morning, and for many of us, there aren't those water cooler moments anymore because, well, most of us are in our houses, and those frontline workers out there are far too busy to stand around drinking water and gossiping. But those days will return, and that's why Matt Dyson is still bringing us the social ammo. Matt, what's going on? A vicar has gone viral. Um, because his arm caught fire uh, during a, a virtual sermon he was doing. This is Reverend Stephen Beach oh, no. uh, from Plymouth. So he was doing a sermon uh, online and he was leaning ve- worryingly close to like four candles that were there. For four or five candles. I'm not going to do the four candles joke. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've got, we've got really a, a man a of the cloth on <laughs> yeah. fire here. Don't do the two yeah. bodies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's leaning way too close to the candles and then he realises that his jumper has caught fire and and he reacts in the most vicar-like way the last section we call waiting and it's a great thing to pause in the presence of god and to ask the question lord god what are you saying to us and then of course to wait for an answer Uh, i've just been pausing uh, between these oh dear i just caught caught fire <laughs> what a legend! Oh dear! Oh dear! I'm on fire! I, oh my word! Wow! I'm burning! Oh. <laughs> wow! wow. A polite response. Well, the Lord oh, works it. in mysterious ways. Uh, anyway, that's your social ammo action. It's viral. It's trending. It's gaining traction. That's it for the breakfast show on your Thursday morning. Thank you very much indeed for tuning in and getting in touch. I think we have to say a very special thank you to Peter Newell, the listener who took the time to go back into all of the daily podcasts and put together a quiz for us about our own, our own show. So thank you very much indeed, Peter. As I say, you can email me anytime you like about anything you want, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And Peter will be thrilled to know there's another podcast. It accompanies this show, but what? What will it be called as I rang the podcast naming bell? We've got Sebastian and Jim will be livid. <laughs> really bringing those characters to life. Yeah. This is good. A man of the cloth is on fire. Don't do the two Ronnies. <laughs> From the aforementioned quiz, putting tripe in a nappy in a posh French restaurant. And finally, is it going to be a very pleasant vacuuming experience? They're the suggestions. Emma, you get the deciding vote. What are we going for today? 
Oh, I love the vicar just because his reaction was priceless. Okay, to hear that story again, download the podcast. The one you're looking for is A Man of the Cloth is on Fire. Don't do the two Ronnies. Thank you ever so much for tuning into the show. Um, Stay safe, stay entertained. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.